0: to Island Artcast, uncovering the creative industry, with me, Olivia Savage, as your host. Here, we talk about all things art, and each week, I'll be joined by inspiring my creatives to discuss creative careers, as well as burning topics in the art world today, to keep that creative mind of yours in action. Hello, welcome to another episode of Island Artcast. Sorry, there's been a bit of a short break, but we are back with a brand new episode. And today I'm joined by the organization known as POC IOM. The two members today that I have with me are Elsa and Hafiza. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. Um Which and POC IOM stands for People of Colour Isle of Man. I met with POC IOM a couple months ago and we talked about this episode and how we want to approach this in terms of directions in which to take a very broad topic, which is to raise awareness about minority cultures on the island. And I think we ended up chatting for just over an hour and felt like we barely scratched the surface. (laughs) Um, So we're going to try and keep it a bit more focused today for our listeners and really hone in on why diverse representation matters. This is a really interesting topic for the Isle of Man in particular because we aren't as diverse as, say, England, for example. And so, diverse representation is so important to put a spotlight on as there can be a lack of it in both attitudes amongst society and job opportunities historically. And it's arguably still present today, which is why we're here. So, today, my guests, Elsa and Hafsa are going to explain to us who POC IOM are, why they're doing what they're doing, why it's important, and as well what it's like to be working in this island, what is the Manx way, and how diverse representation is shown through Manx jobs. So, welcome to you both. Thank Thank you you you. for coming on today. Um, So first, yeah, I'm gonna ask, what is POC IOM and what do you do? Do you wanna take that also?
1: So POC IOM (laughs) is basically an organization, a collective that we kind of created about june last year Mm -hmm. it's basically its aim is to raise awareness about the diversity on the isle of man create a space where people of color feel supported Mm -hmm. and also create kind of a place where people can go and find information or be directed to towards information to find out more about about the life of a person of color in a place where they are Mm -hmm. evidently a minority so basically it's I'd say it's down to like support, community and celebration. More than anything. And education. And of course education. Education Education is
2: key. We do quite a lot of work um, in schools. So we go in and do Mm -hmm. assemblies and we talk to kids about um, not just um, differences in race, but also just differences in general Mm -hmm. and why it's why we should celebrate those differences and why we should learn about other cultures. And it's okay. There's no your way is not right and someone else's way is not right yeah. both ways are right and both mm-hmm. ways are accepted yeah. um yeah and we have been doing some work with the government as well mm-hmm. also with education um and um just like companies and again yeah. talking about how companies or how people can make a bit of a difference in terms of how they approach the topic of race or racism, and yeah. um, whether or not there's something that they need to look at internally, whether mm-hmm. or not their policies are kind of up to scratch, whether mm-hmm. they are actual equal opportunity yeah. providers. Yeah. Um yeah, so, so it's a lot yeah. we've been doing a lot over the past yeah. year. <laughs> so
1: it started off as like as like uh just social media, just on yeah. social media. But then we realized that like a lot of the work that we wanted to do was actually offline and in the community itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. so we basically became like very quickly kind of like consultancy kind of
0: yeah yeah it sounds like an accidental growth it was was
2: just one of those things that i think um we knew where we wanted to go and we knew what we wanted to do we just didn't realize how much everyone else really wanted it as well Um, and we felt that once we kind of got a setup and once we kind of got going um those conversations yeah. were being had quite often and people yeah. were saying, well, can we get you in to do this? And can we yeah. get you in to do that? And can oh, we yeah. have a conversation? Or um, And we've had people that have said, they feel a lot more supported so people that have Mm. been through incidences of racism on the island um, have contacted us and said well this is what's happened I don't know where to go next and I don't know what to do and so we've been kind of that middle person for them of contacting the right authorities and making sure that Mm -hmm. whatever they wanted to do however they wanted to take it forward Mm -hmm. went to the right people
1: and also like just a space where they know they're not alone because I think sometimes when when you're the only person of your race or that looks like you and you're in a space where no one else really understands, like, your culture, your background yeah. and your experience, it's nice to have a spot where you can be like, okay, like, I belong.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So I have that community. And and that's also been, like, a really important part of what we've done is kind of, like, creating yeah. this space where, like, people will message us and be like, I just need support. Yeah. And we'll
2: hop on a call with them and we'll chat to them and they just need to know that they're not alone yeah exactly exactly. i think it's something that we um noticed quite quickly when we started is that we had this group of people that were all roughly around the same age uh, give or take a few years and we'd all been through very very Mm -hmm. similar experiences but all in isolation we'd never actually spoken Mm -hmm. to each other about it Mm -hmm. and i mean i went to school with two of the people they were in my year group and you went to school with people and We'd never actually talked, we never spoke, about, we never it. spoke no, about it, no, no, no. and we all thought that it was happening to just us or we were just isolated, but yeah. it wasn't the case. And we're just trying to open yeah. it up so that now that kids are in school, if they do experience something, they know they have a place to go to, yeah. they know they have yeah. people that will understand yeah, and can alone. maybe just. Yeah explain what's going yeah, on a bit better. exactly. Because um, often yeah. when
1: you're a kid, you don't really know what's going on. Yeah, You, know you just feels, know that it's yeah, not good. Yeah, exactly. You know, it feels wrong and you know that something's not quite right, but you don't you don't have the words to articulate it. And I think, like, back to, like, when I was a teenager, I did not have the words to articulate. I just didn't know what to say, where yeah. to go. And having this community has really be- allowed me to kind of, like, open up and yeah. mm-hmm. and kind of, like articulate what i wasn't able to articulate and then we kind of want to give that back to to teenagers and
2: kids and people of all ages as well yeah and especially with the isle of man Mm. growing and like you can see it it's becoming more and more diverse every day um and just knowing that actually this this is really important for the isle of man Mm -hmm. having Mm. a diverse population is really important it can only help yeah um the isle of man become better and become its best version um and knowing that actually if the if if someone moves here from a different country Mm -hmm. or if they um move here you know from england but they're a different race um they're still feeling welcomed and they're still feeling like they are part of the isle of man part of the manx culture and i mean i mean me and elsa grew up here so i moved here when i was eight and so i don't really know anything else apart from the isle of man like Mm -hmm. this is my home but there were times where I felt like I couldn't really say I was Manx or my way was the Manx way. And I think that's what sparked a lot of this POC culture fest, um, which is just to celebrate all of the different cultures that Mm. we have on the Mm -hmm. Isle of Man. It's not to say one culture is better than another or anything like that. It's just to make you aware of what there is actually going on. Like all of these amazing people and communities that we've got and like yeah. food like the yeah. amazing food yeah, like food is exactly. just one of those things that like binds everyone um but yeah like something as simple as that something as simple and as important as food and just seeing all of these different mm-hmm. communities and people and groups of people coming together as well mm-hmm. it's really important
0: i think what you guys definitely or what psi opened my eyes to in particular over the last year is how growing up because as you say it's becoming more and more diverse on the island but growing up for me yeah it it what I mean is if you keep going back it just becomes less and less diverse and I think when you guys really started posting what you did on social media I found that I was learning so much that I realized how did I not know all of this stuff already and I think because for so long we've grown up with such a non-diverse island it just doesn't get talked about like I think it's
1: just
0: quite easy to like for people to just feel like it's not happening because because there's no one there to say this needs to be talked about and so you guys coming in to play and saying this does and then suddenly everyone's going oh my gosh yeah like why isn't this already happening yeah
1: exactly and especially now that you can visit because like when we were kids you couldn't really see the diversity as much whereas Mm -hmm. now like it's in plain sight like there's there's a lot more diversity and it's very evident when you walk down the street that there Mm -hmm. are people from various backgrounds and with that does come a slight fear i want to say like from people like there's this there's this need for us to talk about it but there's and there's this openness of a lot of manx people there's also kind of like this backlash mm-hmm. because it's new and because it's more evident now and because a lot of what we've read about other cultures because we weren't exposed to other cultures is very like Fearmongering, really yeah. and so i think that's why especially now yeah. that we are so needed or like a community like us is needed an organization like us is needed mm-hmm. to like kind of squash the fear yeah because a lot of the backlash that happens is because of fear it's not yeah. because of knowledge it's not coming from well, like
0: fear and then defense exactly 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 because exactly because, yeah. because because we are from an island
1: nation there is this like this this fear that if we bring too many people in we're going to the lose the Manx heritage yeah. or whatever and, yeah, that we're not Yeah, we're yeah. yeah. And that's what I we kind of want to prove is that we are living proof that you can be Manx, you can be French, you can be Nigerian, you can be South African, you yeah. can be Indian. You can be from like, you don't have to just be one thing. You can be many things, many mm-hmm. identities can work together mm-hmm. and should be celebrated together, essentially. And I think that's, that's another reason why we're doing like POC right now or like yeah. Culture Fest right now. Mm-hmm. is because we need this moment where like where people can actually understand and celebrate these different cultures mm-hmm. instead of just fear them essentially.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so do you think that with what happened last year with the with covid starting yeah. up and everything and I feel like when we came out of lockdown, people were kind of looking for change. It was like a yeah. fresh start coming out yeah. in a lot of different oh ways. God, I mean, yeah. and like loads of new <laughs> creatives we found, in particular at the Arts Council. And yeah. do you feel like for you guys that was a drive to start up and go? People are looking for change now. Yeah. Um. Now's the time to start speaking up. Yeah. Well, I think part of what happened was a year ago was George Floyd. Yeah. Um.
2: And. POC was kind of formed off the back of that. So okay. off mm. the what happened with George Floyd, um, which was absolutely horrific, but we saw that people had this mentality of, like, it doesn't mm. really affect us because it's in America or yeah. because it's yeah. far away. It doesn't really, what like, why is the Isle of Man got to have anything mm. to do with it? Um, and when we started talking about the fact that, well, actually, you know... Racism does happen over here. And I think the issue that we found pretty early on is that if it wasn't death, if racism didn't result in death, (laughs) it wasn't bad. Right. And that's not true. Like, Mm -hmm. we're taught that racism is bad if it equals death. Yeah. But it's not. It should never get to that point. No, no, no. It's bad. Like well, racism, no, whatever yeah. happens, it's, it's, it's bad. It's a
1: slide and slope down. Yeah. Like, once you allow, allow one thing to slide, mm-hmm. then people want to push the limits.
0: Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah. And so people. Well, were they appalled. become like desensitized exactly. to what that one exactly. thing is because they'll exactly. go, "That wasn't racist." Exactly. Oh, I want a little bit further. That was yeah. Hard.
2: Exactly. You know? Exactly. And so what was happening is that people were outraged and appalled at what happened to George Floyd, and they were like, "Someone should never have been killed because of the color of his skin," and all of that. And we we're like, "Yes, that's a hundred percent true." But also, people shouldn't be, Mm. like, abused because of the colour of their skin. They shouldn't be left out of things. They shouldn't Mm -hmm. be passed up for opportunities. All of these things as well are still bad. Just because it hasn't resulted in this awful thing Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that the other things that have happened are not as bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I think it was about adjusting that yardstick of what's actually, what counts as bad Uh, and redefining um, what racism yeah, was and, and what it actually meant like yeah. it, what being racist meant like if you said something to someone in a joke and they said i don't like that offends me please don't say that mm. if they've said that to you don't say it again <laughs> don't yeah. be like i know oh, it's not offensive it's like also, why did you think it
0: was offensive like just listen to them okay. <laughs> like, and what what are you to say, yeah, say whether exactly. it was no i don't think it was therefore it wasn't so, and so. And yeah it's
1: also the idea that why do we want to settle for not being that bad like yeah. why are we happy just being oh we're not that bad Why do we want to be great? Why do we want to be just amazing? Why why do we want to just be not that bad? Like that's a bit that we kind of wanted to like like tackle as well, or challenge. It's this idea that we we want to be better. Like Mm -hmm. we want to be as a society, we want to do the best that we can. And if we're not, we need to do something about it. We need to challenge our our thoughts, our like ideals of what being a a kind good nation is or good society like mm-hmm. a site that's equal for all a site that accepts everyone like that like the owl man says that it is and i believe yeah. in a lot of cases it is
2: like that like it's welcoming it is it welcoming know. exactly it's and a welcoming
1: community it's like
2: what does
0: welcoming mean like exactly what is the, what is the measure who, for it and who, and who, who decides that exactly
1: yeah. exactly
0: yeah so that that's that brings me into a really interesting point that i wanted to mention is indirect racism yeah so as you say there is like the george floyd Floyd situation and that Mm. it's a very obvious representation of racism but i think what can be found especially on a site like this where we say you know it doesn't get Mm. talked about enough is that you find more indirect racism particularly in the workplace Mm -hmm. can you tell me a bit about that and how you aim to raise awareness and educate about that
2: well i think what we do is actually talk about it talk Mm -hmm. about um you know uh microaggressions in the workplace or in school um and talk about what they actually mean and give examples and so some of the time mm. the where we get the most engagement is actually giving examples of stuff that has happened um and an activity that we do um well we've done it twice with the police um has been really interesting so we had um people write all of these incidences that have happened to them and um, mm-hmm. racist incidences that have happened um, because of, like, by the police. Mm, um, right. And we had all of these scenarios laid out and um, we laid them out and we said, well, where do you think this has happened? Where do you think this has happened? Where do you think this has happened? Um, and every single situation happened on the Isle of Man, but right. no one thought a single situation happened on the Isle of Man. They right. all thought the Isle of Man can't be doing that. It must have happened away. Yeah. And I think when we do that activity or when we when we had done that activity before, um, it really opened their eyes to well, oh my gosh, this is actually happening here. And it's, mm. you know, these are things that we thought would never happen on the Isle of Man. And so we talk about these things and we have the uncomfortable conversation. And so when we go in and we do a workshop or we do an assembly or we yeah. do training, we say that, Whatever you're, whatever you're feeling or whatever you want to say or talk about, ask it in the way that you want to ask it. It's a safe space. Yeah. Um. Don't be scared of offending anyone. If you do say something wrong or if you do say something mm. that's offensive, we yeah. will tell you, yeah. but that's part of the learning okay. curve. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we're just creating these spaces where actually you can ask the questions, but be willing to listen to the answer. Yeah. Like, yes, you can ask the question, but if you're asking it just to speak then what's the point? If you're yeah. not actually willing to know the answer and take it on board, yeah. then why are you asking yeah. the question? So mm-hmm. it's a bit of yeah. give and take as well. So that's
1: what, we've had some really nice phone calls with people who have wanted to find out more about how to become anti-racist. How to become anti-racist. And it was so interesting because like, they came with all of these questions and because they're open to listening to the answer, like we left and we may not have agreed on everything, but at least they were open to listening. And mm-hmm. then there was some learning that went ahead. And it just like, it's looking at things from a different perspective. And that's essentially what we do. We don't yell down your throat. We just ask you, okay, so what do you think? Why is that your thought process? Why why is that how you think about this certain situation? And can we offer a different
2: perspective? perspective? Yeah. And also try and put you in someone else's
1: exactly. shoes. Exactly. I think that.
2: Um, it's not always easy to put yourself in someone else's shoes and change the situation around so you think that you can't really understand where someone's coming from but then when we create these situations or these scenarios where we say well what happens if it was this Mm. instead of Mm. racism would it be okay they're Mm. like no and I'm like okay yeah." well the same thing applies to racism Um, so I think when you talk about indirect racism um, we refer to it as like microaggressions um, Mm. and we talk about little like microaggressions that you say or that can happen in the workplace or in the school. Yeah. In the school. So for yeah. example, like Elsa would have been I'm sure someone would have just come up and touched your hair. All the time. Or
1: like, like, just, like Oh, it feels so wiry. I'm like, thank yeah. you. And you're thank like you. that's not okay. well, like, like yeah. don't you like, like, like would you sheep? do it. It's like, oh it happened on this morning, didn't it? Like not that long ago. That yeah. was it. It was one of the presenters said oh this morning yeah said like oh you look like a llama like i just want to pet you to a a woman with an afro oh my gosh
0: yeah and like like, you you hear that
1: and it sounds shocking because it's on national tv but i'm like the amount of times someone's asked to pet me yeah
0: yeah
2: and it's just like that's not (laughs) okay because you would never do it to someone that didn't have a caribbean uh, yeah. hair. No. Yeah. No. Well, how yeah. many times have you had people come up and say, can I stroke your hair? Yeah. No, or no. just do it? No. Yeah. No. But, and that's <laughs> yeah. the thing. Like, if you wouldn't do it yeah. to one group of people, yeah. well, don't yeah. do it to yeah. the other group yeah. of people. Yeah.
1: But it's also like, I kind of see microaggressions as a bit like mosquito bites. Like, if you just get one, okay, yeah. it's annoying, but you can brush it off. But when there's like a million of them, like, it starts to get annoying. and yeah. you s- that's that's when, that's when you see kids like, lash out at school for example or yeah. you see people question their self-worth that's when like the issue and it, would... seem, it might seem exactly. like it's one small event yeah. at that exactly. moment but, exactly. but because, because it builds, builds up building up and that's what people forget when people are like oh it's only a microaggression it's not that bad
2: try having it or it a wasn't it was just a joke it, it wasn't was just that a bad joke, it was like yeah. well yeah. imagine hearing that same joke every single day mm, for your entire mm, life like yeah. it's gonna get annoying yeah <laughs> you know I although mean, well, so yeah so that... and like little things like assuming like i always get people assuming that i
0: yeah did
2: not grow up on the isle of Man, yeah. um oh, yeah. or assuming that i'm not going to be able to speak oh. english oh, that is nice. my yeah that is here, the biggest yeah i always get people assuming yeah. that i don't speak english um i <laughs> oh. my mum has this story that she she says so she was i don't know where she was but she had her headphones in mm. and she was listening to something um and the person behind the counter said oh what are you listening to and she was like I'm listening to Bastille and um they were like oh <laughs> sorry I just expected it to be something a little bit more exotic and my mum was like <laughs> I just like it's Bastille so like yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah and yeah and it's just strange like I've had people say to me oh like your English is really good and I'm like should be because i only yeah. speak english yeah or what do you speak at home yeah, yeah. like oh, what God. do you speak at home or do you speak nigerian yeah
1: do you oh. speak <laughs> so nigerian is not a language but yeah oh, like, the other day we were at we were me and my me and my dad were out and someone literally went up to my dad and said can i pray for you oh and like but in a really kind of like like because they didn't think that he was he was Christian it was a Christian group oh, they came up to him and were like can we pray for you my dad was my like gosh, what? what like yeah. why why have you asked my dad but not my mom because my mum's the atheist my dad's actually Christian and it was like, <laughs> just the weirdest thing because like he was the only person that they asked yeah it was just very very bizarre, bizarre. so yeah. like when
0: you guys um, go and do when you go into like schools and the workplace mm-hmm, and you mm-hmm. do these workshops with people I remember you mentioning to me that you've found quite a difference in response from children in schools versus adults can you explain that a little bit because i found that such an interesting concept
2: so in schools it was going into schools kids are absolutely amazing like they Mm. don't really care and it's not about the fact that i think people say this thing and we've been and people and we've been saying it for years um it's this idea of you don't see color Um, And I know that everyone's intention behind that is really, really good. And it comes from the best of places. But actually what it does is negate everything else that comes Mm. with the culture. Mm. So it's... You can see, see colour and you can see culture, but you appreciate it mm. and you respect it. And I think that that's what we see in kids. Yeah. They are so much more open so- to actually going, yeah, my friend looks different to me, but that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And it's so- not this... They don't shy away from it. No. They ask the questions. Um, and through their innocence of asking the questions, mm. actually get a lot further on yeah. than adults do. Like, yeah. they don't have any... Um, preconceived ideas and yeah. the ideas that they do have I mean we do see it in some kids you can tell that they've come from home
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, because of the words they use of yeah. the, the the language that they use right. you know that their mm-hmm. six year old brains heard have not yeah. Yeah. thought of using yeah. that big word yeah, yeah, <laughs> do you yeah, know yeah. what I mean yeah. they've heard it somewhere or they've pe- their parents have said yeah. can you ask this question or can you find out this answer and these ideas and so you can you can see these kids come <laughs> up and imagine, having like, like
1: the parents behind them like can you ask this? I'm just- yeah,
2: <laughs> and um, yeah. So fair, what I we see you. with <laughs> kids is actually they they are so much more able to adapt mm. to things changing, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and I think especially kids that have been in school during COVID, um, with everything changing mm. and just getting thrown into like a new world, yeah. they are so much more resilient, I think, mm. and willing to adapt than adults are. I think adults have yeah. this idea that well, this is what I've been doing and nothing bad has happened yeah. to me yet. Yeah, so yeah, So I'm going to yeah. keep doing it this way. Yeah, yeah. And um, sometimes even have this idea that, yeah, I'll keep doing it this way, but I'll say I'm doing something yeah. else. Yeah. Um,
1: the idea don't really of saying it. I'm not no, racist, no, yeah. therefore I'm yeah, not racist. Cause, cause, kind yeah. Of
2: thing.
1: yeah. Yeah, because I'm just so curious. And also, like, think about the world that that kids have grown up in compared to, compared to like, like generations before them. Yeah. Like, like, seeing like people of different races on T V is completely normal. Seeing yeah. people of yeah. different sexualities is completely normal of different genders. It's it's so much more normal now. Yeah. Yeah than it was. So like it's not as much of a shock to the system. Whereas mm-hmm. like for adults it's a bit more of like a a brain rewiring. Yeah. And like some want to and some don't. Some definitely don't, yeah. 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 And like some think they're progressive but still Hold these ideas. Hold these on. ideas mm-hmm. that are and it's difficult to acknowledge that we all have like these biases. We all have these thoughts that pop into our heads. Mm-hmm. and like it's difficult for us to then think, okay, no, that thought is actually wrong because we've had it, it's been programmed into us. yeah, whereas like I always say like like it's not your first thought that matters, it's your second, third, and fourth right' Cause, yeah. like the first thought is one that's been like widened into our brains through like our upbringing mm-hmm. and through like media, through like our surroundings. But then if we're able to catch that thought and be like, hang on a second. Why Why am I thinking that? Yeah, why am I thinking that? Is that okay? Do I need to act on it? Yeah. Be able to catch that thought and then go from there. Mm -hmm. That's that's that's, Yeah. And that, like when you're a kid, it's easier to rewire things. Whereas like when you're an adult, it's a lot harder because like, we also say it's kind of like a braid or like a plait. Like if you do a plait and there's a kink right at the top. How willing are you to unbraid the whole thing? Yeah, to kind of rewire that.
0: Yeah, and it's like this idea of like your first reaction, although it mm. it's wrong, that doesn't make you a bad person. Exactly. Yeah, it's not about exactly. that. League, yeah. No, yeah. exactly. As long as you're willing to exactly. that to accept that that is wrong and take the as you say second, yeah. third, and fourth.
2: Yeah, yeah. 100%. exactly. Because exactly. I I think everyone will have like innate reactions to things mm. or things that they're just. So used to thinking, yeah, absolutely. But it's, it's not saying that thought out. It's not like if a it's, thought it's, pops into your yeah. head, mm-hmm. don't just say it's, it out like catch yeah. it.
1: It's also and, yeah. challenging that thought. Like, like there are so many like, thoughts that like, go through from? our day, and I'm like, Hang on, why, why is that thought coming to my mind? Like, I don't believe that, but yeah. that's the first thought. Yeah. There so many times. If I'm out of myself day. but <laughs> <laughs> but it's but the thing is you've got to challenge these thoughts as they come yeah exactly, and, and realize that like, you're not that first thought yeah and like just because you've had one offensive thought if you're able to catch it and then challenge it it can be it's handled a, it's a start exactly so in
0: terms of like making steps towards these changes particularly in the workplace um And this idea of diverse representation Because we see a lot of this across Mm -hmm. Of um, vacancies going up that actively seek um, Someone of an Asian ethnicity Or black ethnicity Mm. and this and that But but it's not as common here And I wanted to get your guys' opinion on Is that some people think that that in itself can be racist Or that that's a misconception It's It's actually a good thing And I wanted to get your guys' opinion on that I think
2: that's a tricky one. I think mm. it depends on, on the company and on the role. Mm-hmm. So what yeah. we don't want to do is um, have this thing where you where just say there are people like applying for a job, um, and someone that is uh, a black woman gets the job.
0: Mm.
2: What you don't want then mm. is for people to say that. She got the job because she was a woman and because she was black. Yeah. Because it negates all of her hard work and all of her experience and her education and her and her her actual competency to be able Mm. to do it. And Mm. it's kind of looked at as this like diversity hire, Mm. and that's not what we want. It's about having people in not just in the workplace, but as well at different at different levels in the workplace. So how many of, like, your higher-ups are female? How many of them Mm. are people Mm. of different um, ethnicities or people of different cultures? And how does that actually help your company? Because if you you have people that are all the same, you're always going to stay in the same circles. Yeah, um, exactly. And it's never going to change, and it's never kind of going to get anywhere. And so it needs to actually be throughout the companies yeah. um it, yeah. yeah it needs to be throughout the companies and it needs to be done in a way that actually the policies don't allow for this to happen yeah. so okay. yeah essentially like one of the examples that we had was people applying for jobs with different names
1: mm-hmm. um mm-hmm.
2: and so exactly the same experience so it was the same person essentially they just mm-hmm. changed the name on their CV mm-hmm. and with non-white-sounding names didn't get callback back for interviews, right. but with white-sounding names did get callback back for mm. interviews. Wow. And that is... You can immediately tell that's not based on skill. Mm-hmm. That's not based on experience. That's not based on anything based, um, besides the person's name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so how is that fair? How yeah. is, you know, should we be having CVs where actually no names go that's, out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, No pictures go out? No like is it relevant to the job is your name relevant to the job Mm -hmm. is your picture relevant to the job is your age relevant to the job do you know what I mean
1: and also where you got the education I question whether that's relative to the job like if you have those skills you have those skills Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter where you got those skills you've got those
2: skills Yeah. like that's Like, like if you have a university degree is it not just a university degree? Like, yeah. is it better yeah, exactly. from exactly. different one? Does exactly. it mean you're going to be better at your job because exactly. you have it from somewhere exactly. else? Yeah. Four things that, you know, obviously if you're interviewing someone to be like a doctor, they need to have a medical degree. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? They
1: need to have a medical degree and they need to have that medical knowledge. But, but where they got that from does that matter as much yeah that's my that's my question
0: if that's at the end best... of the day that sentence is the same that says yeah she's got the exactly degree. why does that's, the above why does also, everything that's above? Yeah. also
1: something that we see a lot
2: um
0: is we that
1: like if so peop- many we have so many incredible
2: people that are exactly. so educated yeah on the and mine, who
1: can't get a job
2: who can't get a job because they mind. have got their education from a different country yeah um wow. and so like if you have <laughs> if you have like a doctor's degree from somewhere that's not the UK or America or Europe, sometimes even America, you have to do other tests. Mm. You have to do other Mm-mm, things. Mm. If you've got, um, for example, pharmacy, yeah. again, you have to do other tests. Yeah. You don't, it doesn't count, but mm. medication doesn't change no. across the world. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? No. Like, so why yeah. you still have to learn the same things. Yeah. Um, but we, yeah. we know of, we know people that are super educated and have like amazing careers um, in the country that they um, are originally from but have decided to move here and make the Isle of Man their home for whatever reason that is mm. but can't get jobs because they yeah. either need their qualifications yeah. they can't get or they yeah. need something they need to reset three years of education yeah. or four yeah, or five yeah, yeah. years Which of you education
1: can't afford to do at the end of the day you can't yeah. afford to just casually sit like just pass up on 3 years of life yeah. yeah just to get a qualification that you already have it makes no sense yeah, especially so. when we need people at the moment
2: yeah so and, i think it's about yeah. kind of tackling diversity yeah. in the workplace is about ensuring that it's fair um, uh, yeah. and that people have the opportunities yeah. and so like something that i'm quite for example the place that i work at um on Fridays, so for Muslims, um, Fridays is a really important day. We have a prayer in the middle of the day, okay. which is um, called it's it's called the Friday prayer. But it's it's really important. We mm. go to the to the mosque, um, and it takes a bit longer than usual. Um, but actually, having workplaces that actually allow that extra space of time yeah. um, is actually really helpful. So the place yeah. that I work. You know, on Fridays, if you're going for Friday prayer, it doesn't matter how long you take. Because what often happens is employees that are Muslim go, oh, well, I'll just do it on my lunch break. And then so they don't eat and they don't take a lunch break and they don't stop and they mm. kind of just squash it. And then mm. that then impacts their life and their work and everything else. Behind yeah. it. So implementing something like that, like, okay, on Fridays, you can take a longer lunch break. And mm. d- it doesn't have to be just for Muslims. It can be for everyone. Yeah, yeah. like. Just make up the time whenever. Yeah. But like work, have that for you. I don't know, a half an hour extra on a Thursday yeah. evening or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Just make up the time. But if that was available to everyone, mm. that's a way of making it fair. So it's not just about yeah. being available to a group of people. Yeah. It's making about actually making it fair for everyone. Well, it's thinking yeah.
0: like if someone turned around to you in the workplace and you did shifts and you said, well, I can't work Sundays because I have Sunday church. Yeah. And that would be something that yeah. you'd expect the workplace yeah, to say yes exactly. that's fine it's just giving that to all yeah you
2: know? exactly. exactly so if you've got religious commitments that, that's fine if you've got yeah it's um, accepted yeah if you've it's got, got end- a cultural commitment that, that's fine yeah. mm-hmm. we understand that and we accommodate yeah. it and we want to learn about it yeah. um, and something that we went to was I think it was KPMG and they did, oh, yeah, um, they did Africa, Africa Day, Day. yeah, yeah. that was incredible mm. so that was really really amazing so they've got a really diverse workplace place. And what they did was actually getting um, all of their employees from like different countries um, to do like a little presentation about like top three facts Mm. about their country, things that they really enjoy, what it's famous for, Mm. and then like loads of food and it was open for everyone and we just got to like discuss loads of things. And that was so good (laughs) because it was something that was like, okay, Mm. yes, it's about this one day, but actually it was open to everyone and people were saying like they were having conversations with people that they'd never really had conversations yeah, mm-hmm. with before or like they were talking about how they made food or how yeah. or like it's... the facts about their country and stuff and it was so yeah. nice to see it it's... opening because it sparks yeah.
1: up conversation because like it's nicer it's again goes back to like culture fest it's like the reason we have it is so these conversations can be had mm-hmm. so it's not just it's not just oh racism we can't talk about race like, these countries, like, like they're just so poor. Like, it's it's squashing these ideas that we have mm-hmm. and this fear about talking about people's backgrounds because yes. chances are people actually want to talk about their backgrounds. They yes. just don't want you to tell them that it's a war-torn country and it's dangerous. We want mm-hmm. you to actually just listen to us. Yeah. Yeah. Like, actually, no, this country's amazing. Like, yeah. it has this, 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 and this. yes. That this, happened. this has but happened. But up, this
0: also happened. But also, yeah, yeah.
1: like, like it's not just a single story. There's mm-hmm. so many different stories to every single country and every single culture. Yeah. And like, if you give someone the, the opportunity to to speak about their culture and to speak about where they're from, like you'll see that like every culture should be celebrated mm-hmm. and there's beauty and, and like wealth in every in yeah. every place, every culture, every background.
0: Well, thank you both so much for coming on today. For and joining us. me all um is there any last minute things that you want to mention for today amazing thank you so much thank you okay i think we're done